Welcome to episode 20 of Murder We Write. I'm your host, Carol Goodman Kaufman. On this podcast, I get to talk with crime writers whose short stories and novels run the gamut from cozies to domestic thrillers. We'll learn from them about their craft, their process, and the business of writing. My guest today is Roberta Islib. Although her day job is as a clinical psychologist, under the name Lucy Burdett, she has published three popular cozy mystery series, as well as a couple of standalone novels. Her books and stories have been shortlisted for the Agatha, Anthony, and McCavity Awards, and two have won the bronze medal for popular fiction from the Florida Book Awards. Well, Lucy obviously has a lot of energy, as she not, as not only a member of Mystery Writers of America and Sisters in Crime, she served as a past president of Sisters in Crime. She currently serves as president of the Friends of the Key West Library. So let's jump right in. Welcome, Lucy. Key West sounds like a paradise, but you look at the dark side of life in Eden. So my first question, does your background in clinical psychology influence your writing? Hi, Carol. Thanks so much for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast. I do have an inside view of what makes people tick because of my background in psychology. I think I don't just take things on the surface because I spent many years sitting in a room with one patient at a time talking about the difficult spots in their lives. So now, as I'm writing characters, I feel I can do the same thing with them. I like to say that the work of a psychologist is not so different from the work of a detective. You take the presenting problem in the case of murder mysteries, obviously it's a murder, and then start unraveling the clues, interviewing suspects, although of course you wouldn't do that as a practicing clinical psychologist, and then generating theories to test. So I feel like it's a natural progression and I'm having so much fun with writing. Lucy, when did you first start reading mysteries? And who are your favorite authors? Is there one in particular who has inspired you to write your own? Thanks for that great question, Carol. I have been reading mysteries as long as I've been reading books, starting with the Bobsy Twins and Nancy Drew and then all my brother's Hardy Boys books. The books that probably got me interested in culinary mysteries are the series by Diane Mott Davidson. She has a character who is a caterer as well as an amateur sleuth. And I loved everything about them. I loved the setting in Colorado. I loved her family and especially the food and her, her spunky nature. So when it came time for me to develop my food critic character, I know that's who I had in mind. I read a lot of mysteries now because I have so many friends in the business. I love all the books of my blog sisters at Jungle Red Writers. 
I love uh, Anne Cleves, all of her series, but especially the uh, Shetland series. And I do love Barbara Ross's main clam bake mysteries as well. Well, you've listed a few of my favorites right there. But two that you mentioned specifically by name are Barbara Ross's main clam bake series and the wonderful Goldie Bear stories by Diane Mott Davidson. So in what ways have they influenced your Haley Snow food critic protagonist, if any? And are you yourself, in fact, a foodie? One of the things I loved about Diane Mott Davidson's series is that she was so good at describing food, both the food she was preparing and the food she was eating, and they used it as a very good prop for times when she was working on solving the mystery. As you may know, if you're a fan of Diane Mott Davison's, eventually she married a police detective and they would work on the dishes she was using for a catering job while they discussed the crime. So I've definitely borrowed that kind of material for Haley Snow. She loves um, serving food to her friends and her family, and she often um, uses it while she's trying to sort through clues. I should also say that she um, very much relies on food to telegraph her feelings about people. As far as Barbara Ross's books, I love having one of hers to write while I'm in the middle of one of mine because I can say to myself, oh, that's how she does that. I can try that. And I'm usually finding that it's something I already knew, but just to be reminded that somebody else is writing a particular way helps, helps jumpstart my own work. The question remains, are you a foodie yourself? Oh, yes, I'm definitely a foodie. I love to eat, and I love to read about and talk about food. I have to say that since writing this series, I've become a much better cook also. You could ask my husband Things have improved, although I was always a decent cook. Now I try a lot more interesting dishes. And he can tell if we have a meal that I don't photograph, that I don't think it's going to make the cut either into a book or into my group foodie blog, Mystery Lover's Kitchen. So I'm, I'm not a food critic, but definitely a foodie. Mystery Lover's Kitchen, of course. I submitted a recipe to Mystery Lover's Kitchen almost five years ago. I had totally forgotten about it. We'll have to do another interview and talk about food. Anyway, back to work. Can you tell me a little bit about how you work? Do you outline? Do you use a spreadsheet? Or are you old school and use index cards? Oh, yes, I invite everybody to Mystery Lover's Kitchen. There are 12 of us blogging there with a new recipe every day. 
Now, back to work. I do not use an outline or a spreadsheet or index cards. I have, hopefully, a general idea of where the book is going. Either something is happening in the lives of the main characters, or I've thought of an inciting event like a murder, and uh, then I roll from there. I make a lot of notes as I go and uh, try sometimes reverse outlining. I know my series characters very well by now, and so I like to follow their lives, and I like to think about who have I not really covered in depth or what characters have not been in the last couple of books who need to be moved forward. In this current book, number 15, that I'm writing, I even put a notice on Facebook to my readers and fans asking them who they would like to see and got some wonderful responses. So I'm afraid it's haphazard at best, but it seems to work for me. Lucy, you've said that you know your characters really well by now. Some authors tell me that their characters speak to them. Do yours? I would feel so lucky if that were true. However... I have a lot of thoughts about what would Haley do and how would her husband react and who might she want to interview who could have some insight into the crime. But that's not the same as characters talking to me. I had a friend, Deborah Donnelly, in my early years, who was a wonderful writer. She wrote the Wedding Planner mystery series, and she described sitting down to her computer and feeling like it was a movie that was unspooling, and mostly what she had to do was write it down. Oh, I was so envious. And I guess I still am. So, Lucy, your day job is as a clinical psychologist. Do you ever find inspiration for your stories from your psych journals? Well, the truth is, I retired as a clinical psychologist some years ago to write full-time. So I definitely don't get inspiration from my own patients. However, as you suggest, I do still get journals and newsletters from the American Psychological Association, and I am always looking for explanations of motive. As you know, murder is a very extreme action so I want to be sure I can explain it as a real occurrence rather than a random act of violence. We have enough of that in real life. Lucy, you say that your writing process is somewhat haphazard, 
but you're working full time as a writer. So how do you structure your day between the art, the craft, and the business of writing? That's a really good question. I know that I am fresher in the morning, and so I try to work two or three hours first thing on whatever manuscript is next. Then I can turn to a lot of the other parts of writing that are more rote, like publicity and also editing and Facebook, and so on later in the afternoon. Sometimes it works that I can go back to the manuscript at the end of the day to read it through and get some new ideas. If I know where I'm going in the morning, it's so much easier to write. So I take the advice that I heard somewhere maybe from Stephen King that said, stop in the middle of a sentence. Can you tell me what you're working on now and perhaps give us a little snippet, little hors d'oeuvre? Oh, thanks for asking, Carol. I love that question. I am actually working on two things at the same time and we will see how that goes. First, the one that I have a contract for due on September 1st, the 15th book in the Key West Food Critic Mystery Series. Right now, I'm calling it Last Mango in Paradise, but these things often change. It starts on at the sunset celebration on Mallory Square, which takes place every night. It's loaded with visitors who come to the island and food and drink carts and performers and buskers and um, all kinds of purveyors of Key West themed trinkets. Everybody loves it. And this is how the book starts out. Haley Snow's voice says, everybody loves it except the police tasked with keeping people safe, including my hubby, Nathan Bransford. I tease him that from a police officer's perspective, it's all about what could go wrong. And of course, things do go wrong, and that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. The other book that I'm hoping will be published someday because I uh, love working on it is a book about a young woman who goes to Paris in search of her birth father who is a famous Parisian chef. So can't say too much more about that because it's all in early stages, but it's something that I look forward to working on. And I really appreciate your patience with me in this uh, podcast and look forward to seeing you in person and hope everyone will enjoy the Key West setting through my books. Thanks again. 
I love the title, Last Mango in Paradise. But if it's not too late, maybe Last Mango in Paris for the woman looking for her biological father. Lucy, thank you so much for joining me today on Murder We Write and bringing us into your world of Key West cozies. I do hope we have a chance to meet in person at some point. We can compare notes on our backgrounds in psychology and our mutual love of food. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Please join me next time for another episode of Murder We Write. Who will our guest be? That's the mystery. Short Cast Club.